Welcome to the Script Blast Screenwriting Podcast. I'm your host, Hudson Phillips. I'm a screenwriter and producer from Atlanta, Georgia, and my goal is to help you write better screenplays and write a better life. I've spent the last 15 years learning everything I can about screenwriting, and I want to share that knowledge with you. We're going to break this podcast up into seasons where we'll spend multiple episodes diving deep into a particular issue surrounding the screenwriting journey. Sometimes we'll have interviews with working writers, and other times it will just be me ranting, but I'm very sensitive of your time, and I promise we'll make the most of it. If you're anything like me, you love screenwriting and want to turn it into a career, but you struggle with the practical, the sitting down and getting it done. Then there's emotional journey, the facing rejection, unable to finish a script, getting bad coverage. It's enough to make you want to give up, and I know I've been there. I know what it's like to feel like you're not cut out for it. But the good news is you are not alone. And if that's the only thing you get out of listening to this, then my job is done. I believe that there is power in community. And oftentimes what we need most is someone to say, I've been there. I know what it's like. The theme for season one is productivity. Clarifying what you want, how you're going to get it, and how you're going to keep it going. Today I want to start at the beginning, the why of writing. Figuring out the reason why you write is what's going to keep you going through the ups and downs of this journey, and there are a million ups and downs, I promise you. So, why do I write? Well, it's kind of a long story, which I'll get into into some detail, but if there's anything I've realized in my writing career, it's that the more personal you get, the more people can relate to it. So, let's get personal. My dad died when I was eight years old, leaving a giant gap in my childhood. The thing about grief is it's a lot harder to watch a loved one grieve than it is to grieve yourself. So my brother and mom and I all went our separate ways in order to avoid seeing each other hurt. For me, that meant turning towards comic books and TV. It's all I did from the moment I got home until bedtime. From Ricky Lake at 3 p.m. to the late night shows at midnight, I'd watch TV. The exceptions would be Wednesday, when I'd go by the comic book store, of course, and read all night, and then Saturdays, which were cartoons from 6 a.m. to Soul Train. I didn't excel at school, not that I wasn't smart, I just didn't care. It was mostly having to do with homework, because I hated homework. All I ever wanted to do when I got home was watch Tim Burton's Batman on a loop. I didn't care about anything else until I discovered writing in Miss Love's 7th grade English class. I wouldn't avoid my English homework and disappear into my shows like my other classes. I would go above and beyond. A one-page assignment would turn into a 16-page assignment, and I loved every single minute of writing. I had found a place where I could write honestly about the pain of losing my father, but hide it behind my love of genre, science fiction, fantasy, superheroes, and it was the first time that I was recognized for being talented at something, with the teacher often calling me up to read my work in front of the class. Skipped to 15 years later and I was a divorced single dad, having survived the death of two best friends. I was broke and I was on the tail end of an over-before-it-really-began screenwriting career, of which we'll get into at some point on here, I'm sure. I was at my lowest, alone in a failure. It was around this time I had lunch with my good friend named John, who happens to be the father of one of my best friends that passed away. And I was desperately reaching out to him, as many 20-somethings are. What am I supposed to do with my life? Everything I've tried has failed miserably. And John told me something that has stuck with me and driven me ever since, that became my why for writing. He told me how after the death of his son Marcus, he didn't know if he could face another day. But soon he realized, because he had gone through this 
difficult situation, this absolutely horrible situation, that he's able to help others who are going through similar situations. He left his high-paying job to be a pastor, and he did just that. He told me in that moment, there are two things that reveal your purpose, what you thrive at and what you've survived. Take what you love and use it to share with the world your experience so that you can inspire others who have gone through similar situations. And that's what I've done ever since. Writing for, for me became more than a job opportunity. It became my calling, my purpose, the reason I was born. It made it more than just about entertaining. It became about connecting. I believe that everyone has a voice. I believe that you have a voice. You have a calling and you can find it at that intersection of talent and experience. Talent being what you love to do and experience being what you've survived. A neurologist named V.S. Ramachandran was studying the phenomenon of phantom limb pain, which you know is like when someone loses a hand except it feels like the hand is still there and causes them great pain, even though it's not physically there. Well, Dr. Ramachandran invented something called a mirror box. A box with two holes in it for your arms and a mirror down the middle. The idea is that you put your amputated arm into the hole on one side and your still existing hand in the other with it being reflected in the mirror. So from the amputee's point of view, they see that they have both hands. So Ramachandran would ask them to ball up their hands into a fist so it would look like both hands were balled up and then release. And the craziest thing would happen, the pain would go away. And this is what I believe great storytelling does. This is what great films do. When people see themselves with all their pain and struggle reflected honestly in art, they are able to heal. It's not about finding answers. It's about knowing that we aren't alone. This is why we make movies. It's not about broadcasting an empty message as so many films try to do, but it's about being transparent with your struggles on screen. That's what people connect with. And you have struggles that are specific to you that are dying to come out in the films you write. Everyone has something unique to say. The key is to find it and broadcast it as loud as you can. Oftentimes we're so paralyzed by fear. Fear of failure, fear of being known, sometimes fear of succeeding because that means change. If you have the choice of whether or not you follow your passion, whether that be writing or filmmaking or anything else, if you have a choice, then choose something else because it's going to be hard. It's going to take years and years of practice and work and getting out of your comfort zone. But if you're anything like me, there is something deep inside of you that has to create. Stories of pain and struggle that are dying to get out. You have that bug that maybe started in seventh grade English class or maybe it started five minutes ago. I know what it's like because I have the bug. I know what it's like to no longer have a choice that you must create. You must find your purpose. You must find your voice. You must shout it from the rooftops. You must tell your stories with honest emotions. If every time you sit down to write, it fills you with passion, three, four, five hours go by without you noticing because you're buried in your story, that's how you know. If you find yourself depressed and you realize it's because you haven't written in three or four days, that's how you know. If you find yourself talk, thinking and talking about your stories while driving, while in the shower, while at work, you can't escape it, that's how you know. And I can't wait to see what you do with your passion. Stories have power. Maybe it's naive of me, but I truly believe that movies can change the world and I can't wait to see yours. So define for yourself, why do you write? Take out a pen and paper right now. Not a phone, not a computer. Write it, pen and paper. Write down your mission statement. Remember that scene in Jerry Maguire where he stays up all night and he, he writes uh, the things we think but do not say? That's your assignment this week. Write out all the reasons you are driven to write. 
Think about your past struggles, when you fell in love with writing, when you discovered that writing could actually be a career. Write down all the insane ways you want to change the world through your writing. Write down your most audacious goals, winning the Oscar, opening the number one movie, walking down the red carpet with Denzel on one side and Spielberg on the other. Dream big because it's a difficult journey. And this mission statement, these goals, these seemingly naive dreams are what's going to keep you going. Write it all out. Tape it above your desk where you write every day and revisit because this is what's going to keep you going. As I mentioned before, I believe that there is power in community. If that's something you long for, then join us in our private Facebook group that's exclusive for writers. Search Script Blast on Facebook or check out all our resources at scriptblast.com. You can also reach out to me personally at Hudson at scriptblast.com. I would love to read your mission statements and get to know you personally. Uh, Feel free to ask me anything you want over there. Next week, we'll dive deep into what kind of mindset it takes to succeed as a writer. Until then, keep writing.